Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and the Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. One of the, the, the key points that I got across was uh, got from the book is variety of yes. plants yes. and the complexity that we have in plants that is very, very hard to mirror with single elements that we take out and we put into pharmaceutical, or even supplements as well. Mm. You know, resveratrol is very popular, mm. curcumin is very mm. popular. They definitely have certain uses. Mm. Um, but for the majority of people, I like to think about uh, well-being, the creation of well-being in terms of food mm. uh, and what we can buy in the supermarket and what we can forage as well. So I, I'm not a forager, but uh, mm. I'm fascinated by this whole hobby or, you know, um, a way of life. Um, so, and you do some foraging, is that, is that yeah, right? Well, like, so? I do. I mean, in my own garden, actually. So now <laughs> yeah. we're going to get you to do some foraging. Okay, there, yeah, yeah. Because sure. if we grow, you grow some nettles. Uh-huh. I should have brought you some nettles as yeah. well. But yeah. I have brought some nettles cut, but I'm not sure that they take and grow um, mm. roots like the geranium does. Mm. But um, that means that you could be a forager in your own garden. And I am now foraging because I want more complexity. Yeah. I want more, um, uh, you know, I want, I want to eat plants that are really robust mm. and complex and got lots of lovely phytonutrients mm. and minerals and so on in them. Mm. And the wilder ones are the ones that have had to... Uh, I don't know about this fight because I'm not too sure about that as a metaphor, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. But they've had to respond... Yeah. They've basically had to have salutogenesis. Mm. They have had to respond to their environment mm. in order to get strong, yeah. Yeah. healthy, resilient. Yeah. Mm. And so they've developed many phytochemicals, plant chemicals. Mm-hmm. Phyto, I'm a phytotherapist, mm-hmm. I'm a plant therapist mm-hmm. in, in European terms, um, to develop their strength and ability to talk to other plants, mm-hmm. to resist disease, mm-hmm. whether it's antiviral, antifungal, antiseptic, mm. um, talk to a lure in insects. Yeah. Like that's part of the job of those phytochemicals, yeah. which are uh, aromatic, uh-huh. the essential oils. They yeah. produce those in order to lure in chemicals, yeah. in um, their, their predators or yeah. their insects and so pollinators and so on. And those are the very things that we've co-evolved with. Mm. We've co-evolved with these plants in that complexity. And we need them to have to be able to create that complexity in them. Yeah. This is what attracted me to the whole field, actually, of food and medicine initially. It was the study of phytochemicals. Mm. So the chemicals that we find in plants mm. that uh, essentially give us health benefits. Yeah. Um, and just reading some of the papers, I, I think I came across Diana Minnick, who's a, she's a, a practitioner on the stage. She's done a PhD in pharmacotherapy, mm. in um, uh, plant therapy as well, and written some incredible papers with Jeff Bland. And just the way she took, she has a wonderful way of, of explaining it to lay people using colors and a lot of like Chinese herbalism terms, but also a way of describing exactly what she means mm-hmm. by the, the, the mechanisms behind which plants uh, confer benefits to us in scientific terms as well. Mm-hmm. So for someone who is, I, I'm pretty reductionist when it comes to, I want to know what the mechanism is, mm-hmm. what impacts B, what impacts C, and what the ultimate outcome is. 
obviously, as you know, it's not as easy as that. And it's it's very, very simplistic to think about those terms. But for me, it's fascinating. I absolutely love learning about, you know, plant hormesis, for example, the, the mild stresses that actually elicit uh, a resilient response from the organism, be it our body, um, which leads to uh, improve resilience to stress later on, which I don't think a lot of people understand either, because they think of, you know, you introduce this food and it cleanses you or you introduce this food and it reduces inflammation, whereas actually it's your body doing that. It's the relationship between the food and what it elicits in the body itself. Do you know, I think there's one really easy way to understand this, or easier way, and that is if I'm lifting a heavy thing, okay, Mm. so let's say I'm lifting this. Mm. It's a crusade pan. It's very heavy. (laughs) (laughs) So what that's doing is that immediately I lift that, Mm. there is... A, a light stress yes. on my on my uh, bones, on my muscles, mm-hmm. and what are they doing in response to that stress? Absolutely. If they didn't respond to that, mm. and that's the principle of you know weightlifting or any kind of exercise, um, it simply wouldn't be strong. I wouldn't be strong enough to lift. So, and if I go on lifting heavier things, this again will keep responding. But it's mild stress that it needs in order to grow or in order to get stronger. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same for our heart. You yeah. know, you just start panting every day a bit. Mm-hmm. And you know that that heart muscle is going to get bigger mm-hmm. with, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will have more oxygen in the blood and it'll have better perfusion. You'll get more angiogenesis in a good way. Because you can have pathogenic yeah. angiogenesis. So it's really understanding that stress good stress yeah. not too much yeah. it's like that seesaw if we have too much stress yeah. we're dealing with the effects of too much stress in ourselves and in our patients yeah absolutely and i think that that balance that you're alluding to with angiogenesis that uh that homeostasis that you know medium balance it's true of every single pathology i find whether it be inflammation whether it be stress reduction whether it be you know everything you want just enough mm. to elicit the health benefits mm. but not too much not that too can much. turn it into a pathogenic uh, mechanism I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.